Hi everyone, I'm Liam Sanyo from Inside Scientific, your favorite online source for life science webinars, virtual events, interviews, and educational content helping you do your best work. This episode of Expert Answers features Dr. Bonnie Lunn, field application scientist at Fortis Life Sciences, who recently joined us for a webinar where she discusses applications and advantages of using nanobodies for diagnostic and therapeutic research and highlighted Fortis and Abcor's nanobody discovery services. Let's jump right in. All right, let's kick things off with a, a great question here. Are there any differences between the nanobodies from alpacas versus llamas? That's a great question. So llamas and alpacas are very similar genetically, and but in morphologically, they are different in size, facial features, temperament, and also they live in different habitat. The llama genome has been out, but not the other one. But if you choose to work with us, we actually recommend immunization with two animals, one alpaca and one llama. Therefore, we can increase the VHH gene diversity. Yeah, great answer. All right, here's a another good one here. Does Fortis or Abcor offer antigen peptide design? Yes, we do. So we have the capabilities to offer antigen peptide design for your antigen or target interest. So if you're interested, feel free to reach out and then we'll work with you. Awesome. All right, here's a good question. What's the, what's the actual difference between a nanobody and a Fabrigen? So the nanobodies are recombinantly expressed of the fab, of the heavy chain only um, antibodies. So that's the main difference. Awesome. Another good one here. Will all nanobodies penetrate a cell mem membrane or does it depend on the specific amino acid sequence? That really de depends. Um, so, but in most of the in vitro analysis, nanobody can penetrate cell membrane due to the small molecular size. Very cool. All right. What is the, the mechanism that actually clears the nanobodies? Is it renal or something else? It is renal clearance. Um, the reason is because nanobody is so small, only 15 kilogalton, therefore it can be eliminated by the kidney really easily. Awesome. Yeah, it makes sense. Does Fortis and Abcor offer the ability to conjugate nanobodies to nanoparticles for drug delivery applications? I think you mentioned this a bit in your presentation, but maybe you can elaborate. Yes, definitely. So Abcor's uh, final deliverable, so whether it will be a sequence or the nanobody library or protein itself, is for research use only. But within Fortis product and service offering, we offer custom nanoparticle synthesis and also conjugation service under GMP and ISO certifications. So if you're interested, please reach out to us so that we can set up more time to discuss your unique requirements so that we can customize a solution for you. Yeah, fantastic. Great answer. All right, another interesting one here. Are there standard linkers for bivalent and biparatropic formats? Standard linkers. Do you mean like sequence-wise for the peptide synthesis? The answer is yes. There are publications indicated certain linkers with certain amino acids are better than the other. I don't have it on top of my head. I cannot tell you how long or what specific amino acids are, but uh, we can definitely talk about it. Feel free to reach out. And I'll be happy to you know, answer those specific questions. Yeah, perfect. All right, uh, another one here. Thanks for the great presentation. So cancer patients who receive therapeutic antibodies generate an antibody response against them. I know you're saying it was for research purposes only, but maybe you could speculate. How might a patient's immune system react if they were to receive therapeutic nanobodies? Do you have any idea about that? Great question. At this point in time, there are not enough research to indicate 
that the nanobody will be rejected or the patient will produce antibodies against the nanobody. I don't, there are no information on that yet, unfortunately. But there are indications using cancer cell lines in vitro, and that shows some promising results. Excellent. Yeah, you definitely make a strong case for nanobodies to be a really interesting upcoming research tool. So it's exciting to see, you know, as this research comes out, what we see next. Here's a really interesting question. Can nanobodies cross the blood-brain barrier if they were conjugated with a fluorescent dye? Quick question. The answer is, I don't know. I would have to do some research on my side. I I don't have answer to the question. I would have to look it up. Very cool. Yeah, maybe something to to look up. To follow up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. How would it be would it be possible to target a specific organ in the body for antibody-based drug delivery? So if you're talking about like a patient can treatment, for example, I think particular injection and also understanding your protein targets are, are really important. You have to target a cell market that's specific for your cell types. So to at the design, nanobody or engineering part, that that is very important. Also in order to target nanobody for human use, we may have to uh, humanize the nanobody by changing some amino acid. So therefore, um, we have experts and scientists that can work with you and, and suggest certain amino acids that you can take. Perfect. Just a, a good question about the drug delivery methods. Is there any, are there any variations on it? For example, is there any oral delivery of nanobodies? And if so, would any of these types of delivery be compatible with conjugation, for example, to fluorescent probes? So, so far I've shown you the research on injection using the fluorescent probe using the nanobody. There have been uh, research that has been done using nasal spray of nanobodies that can neutralize SARS-CoV-2 virus that can prevent COVID. So in a way that we can actually use nanobody as a nasal spray and also injection purpose. For oral ingest, uh, for oral medication, I haven't seen anything research-wise yet. Yeah, I think something probably also to uh, look forward to in the future. Here's a nice question. Are all nanobodies customized, or do you have a panel list that your company already has discovered a few nanobodies against? And there's a second question here also. Uh, I guess it's a separate question, but what uh, is the time frame for receiving these nanobody products? So let's answer the second question first. So upon immunization, it will take five to six months uh, to get the final deliverable, such as nanobody sequence or recombinant nanobodies. And the first question is, and what's the first question? Can you remind me again? Sure. Are all nanobodies custom made or are there, is there a panel list of ones that uh, have already been discovered? So in Forest and Epcor, we provide two options. So we have uh, the naive library using PBMC's 48 different animals, mamas and abacas, and we have successfully identified some nanobodies that target the SARS-CoV-2 virus. But with that said, the naive library is only good for viruses and also bacteria and environmental toxins. The reason why either immunized Nanobody libraries are better using llamas and packers because they are specific to your antigen of interest. Therefore, you will, we will identify nanobodies that's specific to your target and not just what the animal are exposed to every day. So if you're looking for like really high binding nanobody towards specific protein or target of interest, the immunized library are way better. Yeah, great answer. 
Here's a an interesting question. So you mentioned that you make these antibodies in alpacas and llamas, but would it be possible to convert any old monoclonal antibody with a known CDR sequence to an antibody? Hmm, that's an interesting question. So the nanobody CDRs are usually longer, and uh, also they are more hydrophilic in a way that they have longer loops, so they can penetrate to cryptic places based on size. So in theory, it may work, but I'm not guaranteed that's going to work if you're just swapping the region recombinantly. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. Moving on to another one here. What makes nanobodies preferable over SCFFV in diagnostics apart from the small size? Well, what's the long form of that? I'm, I don't think I'm familiar with that short term. Single chain variable fragment, I think. Single chain variable fragment. I assume what you're thinking is the variable light chain with a linker with a variable heavy chain. Is that correct? That's literally another by specific application using nanobodies, just using the fat region only. What I would say is the nanobody version is way smaller compared to the um, antibody version. Therefore, it's believed that the antibody bite will be smaller and easier to penetrate to tissues. And that can be particularly useful for tumors because they're really aggregated and particular inside tumors really hard to reach. Excellent. How specific are nanobodies to bind to proteins compared to an anti antibody? Is there a difference in how strongly they can bind? Very good questions. So nanobodies has high specificities and high affinity in the nanomolar and even picomolar range. But the binding affinity is highly dependent on the target of interest, antigen, and also how the immunization work with the animal or how the immunized antibody library is generated. It's highly dependent on those, those factors. Fantastic. Do you think it would be possible to make nanobodies in the future, maybe with transgenic animals or something, in other bacterial or mammalian systems? There have been paper that's been published. So scientists have successfully generated transgenic mice to create neutralizing nanobodies that neutralize SARS-CoV-2 virus, as I talked about in the seminar. So yes, there are definitely a promising future using transgenic animals to create nanobodies but that would definitely require resources and time. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Expert Answers and that you'll tune into future episodes where researchers just like you answer questions about their work and share science. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you next time.